let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. It's been a while since we played. So the last time, our group had a double engagement party at the Honorable Knight Tavern before Charlie and Victor returned to the veterinary house only to find that Shantae, Demir, Charlie's mother, was waiting there for her. After a very tense conversation where Shantae voiced, voiced her desire to fix their tattered relationship, Victor and Charlie announced to his family that they were engaged. After the celebration dinner, they took a walk to visit Mira Renzana, Ateus's would-have-been fiancé, if he weren't dead, only to discover that she was pregnant. After a conversation and the promise of help with the baby, they returned to the veterinary estate, where Octa had made friends with Charlie's onyx dog and named him Oni. Oh, yeah. Some things you might not remember. You made a friend with a statue. That's kind of like, that's kind of on brand for Octa, though. <laughs> so, before we go any further, as everybody is sleeping, Victor, your okay. sleep is a bit fitful. It's odd being back in water deep after six months of being away. Strange beds, and now you're back in your own. But as you have your fitful sleep, tossing and turning, with vague images passing through your dreams, you hear a familiar voice that you haven't heard in six months. You hear the voice of your brother, but it's warped. Like he's far away and yet coming closer very quickly at the same time. It's warping in and out, the volume of it going up and down. And you hear him, you're acting like me and that's not a compliment. And you hear whooshing sound of air and just like static white noise. Quit letting your anger let you make stupid choices. You feel your body is, feels like it's being tossed in like a maelstrom. And you hear again, what do you think everyone's going to say? That you're a hero? All they're going to see is a temper-fueled young man who thinks he can be judge, jury, and executioner. Ah, yes, the veterinary boy. He put his own uncle in chains. He has no self-control. What a temper he has. Certainly not the best choice for an heir. Your body that feels like it's been tossed around comes to a standstill. You find yourself trying to catch your breath and make sure you have sure footing. Your head is still spinning. Call me a hypocrite. I'm trying to save you from my bad reputation. Do you want to say anything? Um, what does a reputation suffer more from? Being known for a temper, but for understandable reasons? Or being a coward who does nothing as his family falls? You hear another, like, whooshing noise, like air, just barreling past your ears you hear your brother's voice angry you have more important things to be worrying about our family matters are trivial you have a much higher calling than you know victor again you were tossed into a maelstrom but yet standing still and your dreams dissolve into static and dizzying turning and then the morning comes octa mm-hmm. As you sit up in the morning, the first thing you notice when you regain consciousness after a really good night's sleep, that's a nice bed. You notice yeah. that the uh, the onyx dog is gone. The, uh, the statue isn't in the bed, so you're not quite sure what happened to it. But as you sit up, you, you feel more than see something flutter into your lap as you sit up. It's a letter. The seal is pressed with a C and a small raven's feather under the wax. Do I recognize the seal? You recognize the seal. Um, see with a raven 
who uh who would this seal be it's something that octo recognizes as this is what her captain used to seal his letters i see um right i guess that would make sense i think octo would be pretty terrified of getting something like this um this was just basically like on my lap as i woke up woke up basically mm-hmm. is the window open or anything like that give me an investigation check oh god um and i got pocket sand in my eye uh let's do uh 22 you set the letter aside and you jump out of bed you your immediate thought is to investigate the window and you see that it's still locked and it doesn't look as though it's been opened or tampered with which makes me even more terrified uh is the door to the room locked or unlocked or does it appear to just have been open all night it was shut. I don't think you locked it. Sure. I assume there's like a desk in the room and I'm just going to very carefully, uh, very quickly check to see if I, I don't think I have to detect magic or anything. Uh, I'm going to open it. So you break the seal and you unfold the letter and you read it and it says, consider this your invitation to visit me at the Queen's Ransom. Feel free to bring your friends. Welcome home, Okta. And it's not signed. But who it came from or what it says isn't really the important part. It's what the letter doesn't say that's important. More specifically, where it was placed. On your chest, in your sleep, in a house, in a well-guarded area of town. And you know, if the Crimson Raven wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Okay. I think Okta would very quickly jot down a small note um, that just says, back in a bit and i'm going to creep out uh, of my room and hopefully not see anybody on the outside but if there's uh, victor's room i'm just gonna like put a note in front of victor's doorway that just says that and then i'm going to go back to the window and i'm going to try to climb out the window okay so Octa's going to go off on her own yeah i thought i'd split the party early that seems great it's <laughs> like a smart thing to do I mean, my my worst fear is that I'm putting everyone in danger, and that's just been confirmed to me. So, yeah, that's gonna that's what I'm attempting to do is just kind of go out the back, win, go out the window before anybody is up or notices. Okay, tell you what, give me a stealth check to for going out of the hall and putting the note at Victor's door because this is when people are starting to wake up. Yep, and I rolled low, so it's only a fourteen. I don't want to roll these dice anymore. <laughs> Let's see. What's Victor's passive? Okay. And you would probably be. I feel like Victor would be awake by this time, considering the fretful. <laughs> yeah, but your passive is only a 13. Yeah, but you put it under my door, right? Or did you put it in front of the door? You probably would have put it like right in front of the door. So it's okay. like when you open the door, it would have been in the hallway. Okay. But if you had fitful sleep, I don't know if you have advantage. No, um, again, I was going, I thought you said you put it under the door. I'm like, Victor would yeah, yeah. see it come through. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that's something I would have. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah, I would say that Victor would have been the only one, the only room that in Julia's room is the one you probably would have passed. But you go out, you leave the note and you get back in your room without you think being seen. And you open the window. How are you getting down? How far up am I? You're on the second floor. So like 10 or 10. Yeah. Feet up. 10, um, 10, feet. I could I don't want to use my wings this early uh, I'm just gonna tuck and roll <laughs> okay 
Okay, go ahead and give me, because you kind of did do this. Give me, uh, just give me an acrobatics check. Yeah, uh, 23. 23, yeah. You've done this many a time, jumping out of a second story window. Yeah, that seems like something I would do. Yeah, I... Say, I mean, yeah, I'll say you don't you don't take damage. And yeah, I just kind of, under my breath, just say, I'm sorry, guys. And I start heading towards the Queen's Ransom. All right. We'll get to that in a second. Victor and Charlie, you wake up for the day. What are you doing? I will probably seek out Victor because I have a thought and I meant to do it last time before we went to sleep and forgot. Uh, and so true Charlie faction, I woke up and I was like, oh, right. And I went and went to go seek out Victor. I would say that you get to Victor. You start approaching Victor's door probably about the same time that he is opening his door. Good morning. And I would say that a piece of I would say that a piece of paper on the floor is somewhat obvious. Victor would see the paper, but that would not be his primary concern at this exact moment. Now, yeah, you would greet Charlie first. Good morning. Mm -hmm. How did you sleep? I actually slept pretty well. Thank you. How did you sleep? Uh, not well. It's weird oh. being back at home, and I had a dream that I need to think about a bit. What's up? Okay. Um. So I've been thinking. Um. Octa probably doesn't want to really go out, and um, maybe for the best, we just give her something to keep her oc- occupied. Octopi. Victor pulls out so, the book and smiles. Yes. Yep. Yes. I was thinking maybe she would enjoy reading this. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to take the book of swiftness. Manual of quickness of action. That one. That one. <laughs> and I'm going to smile. He gives it to you with a smile and also looks down at the paper and kind of after he hands it to you, leans down to pick up the paper in front of his door. What's that? I don't know. Uh, and he opens the paper and what did it say specifically again back in a bit but i don't sign it or anything it it's just says very... back in a bit i don't know who this is from weird hmm. i'm gonna well, see if octa's awake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so you guys go to what was atayas's bedroom but octa was sleeping and the door's closed uh charlie will knock politely and there's no answer octa are you in there Dead silence. Charlie is going to reach for the handle. Octa, we're we're coming in. So if you're not clothed, cover yourself. Victor no. preemptively covers his eyes with his hand. I will open the door. <laughs> so you open the door. What did you take with you, Octa? Uh, I mean, I guess I would have taken all of my normal adventuring gear, like my armor, my weapons, most of my magic items and stuff like that. So like... I, I guess, like, if there's anything left in there, maybe if I had, like, a spare change of clothes or anything like that. But the window's wide open. Yeah, the window's wide open. You took just the bare necessities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, as you walk in, did you take the letter with you? Ah, I see. Uh, yes, that I would have. So you guys walk into the room. The window is wide open, which is weird because it's fucking cold. She wouldn't sleep with the window open. And but the room isn't too cold just yet. So it, you kind of assume that maybe it was just recently opened. But Octa's not here and most of her belongings are gone. Who leaves Damn a it, Octa. note before going out the window? I don't know, love. Hmm. Apparently Octa. 
Victor shrugs, just kind of thinking to himself, must be habit. Octa doing Octa things. <clears throat> things. Things that only Octa would do, right? Yeah, because it has been like four weeks since we've played, I will remind <laughs> you that you guys did have a conversation with Octa about her wanting to not be around yeah. you guys in the town because of her no. past connections. Yeah. We're we're aware. I yeah. literally just said okay. I wasn't sure if when when I when I said the book, I said maybe it's best that Octa doesn't go in town. Okay. Uh Victor's gonna message Yarkris. Hey, did you see Octa leave? They're probably all at the tavern. Yo, yeah, I'm at the tavern. Oh, that, but... that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, he's gonna message the uh the 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 housekeeper. Did you did you see Octa leave? You hear Eliza's voice in your head. Oh, um, no, I haven't seen anybody yet this morning. All right. Thank you, Eliza. <laughs> Victor knows the name of the people there. Just me, Josh, the player does not right now. <laughs> yeah, your your maid is Eliza. Your cook is Javier. Well, Javier. Javier. Yeah. A massive fight about with. Do we go gather up the rest of the group and then go look for her? Do we look for her at all? What do we, what do we, what do we do? At present, we don't really have any leads as to where we might have run off to. No, unfortunately it doesn't. Would Charlie know where, like, the fuckity fucks hang out? Where the fuckity fucks in the Zentarum? <laughs> yes, thank you for knowing exactly what I meant. Give me a history check. And I cast guidance. <laughs> of course you do. Fifteen. Do. 15 yep you know that the zentarum you wouldn't know of like any like in like specific places i asked victor but you do know that they hang out a lot in the trades ward does victor uh, know anything more than that and the dock ward uh (laughs) give me a history check all righty first one of my rolls of the night let's see how the dice will treat me 16 not not much better you you never really spent a lot of time in the dock ward because that was beneath you, uh, except for to get there to, you know, do work with your father mm-hmm. and your brother. Uh, you did not hang out there. It was a way to get to work. So you're not really sure if there would be a specific tavern or anything. Well, I suppose we could go to the docks, get Yarkris and the rest, and then ask around? I, don't, I think that might be our best option at this point. What do you think? Um... Yeah, we should probably reach out to the rest of the group and let them know. All right, then. Uh, Victor makes to get ready to go out into the cold, apparently. (laughs) Because it is wintertime. And the uh, midwinter gala is tomorrow night. All right. So, down at the honorable night. (laughs) What are y'all doing this fine early morning? Other than being hungover as fuck. I'm not hungover. That's true. (laughs) But I am snuggled up nice and warm. Maybe a little sore. Depends. <laughs> Depends on how we felt last night. Somebody's sore. One of y'all is sore. We will leave it <laughs> up to the imagination. <laughs> and what? Oh, Saleh is not here right now. I'm going to assume hungover. Probably a good, um, what's the word yeah, for it? Yeah, that's a safe bet. Yeah, that's a that's a safe bet. I'm going to say Yarkris uh, leans over Eric. Kisses him on the shoulder and says, good morning. (sighs) Leans over, looks up at you, smiles. Good morning. I say it's time for us to get some food in our bellies. That sounds like a fantastic plan. I'm starving. (laughs) I know you are. Smirks. 
gives you a quick kiss, stands up, buck ass naked. Probably some lovely little claw marks down the back, I'm sure. What a great view. All right. Victor, are you messaging Yarkris or any of them to let you know that you're coming, that you, you should meet, or what's uh, going on? Message only has a 120-foot radius, and given the uncertainty of what's going on, saving spell slots. <laughs> All right. Well, I would probably, I think it would be safe to assume that Charlie and Victor woke up before everybody else. Yeah, probably a safe bet. So I would probably, it would probably be safe to assume that you guys are walking into the honorable night just as Yarkris and everybody are sitting down for breakfast. Good morning, everyone. Hey. So uh, has anybody heard from Okta? Mm, was, wasn't Okta with you? Yeah, was. And Victor kind of hands oh. Yarkris the note. Yeah, this was in front of my room this morning and she was nowhere to be found. Back in a bit. That's ominous. Yeah. So best we can figure might be meeting up with some old contacts. What kind of contacts? Victor raises an eyebrow. Now I'm not sure how much he should say. <laughs> Look, I, I Look, everyone has a checkered past. Fair. Can I you know, I've only been adventuring Octa's really been a part of this group. I don't really know them. Victor shrugs just goes He's one of us, so that's all I need to know. Fair, I suppose. But uh, the best that I can think is we ask around the Dock Award if there's any uh, any taverns that are known for meetings of uh, clandestine meetings of the less than legal business type. This wouldn't have anything to do with this entarum, would it? Um, that might. we heard about from the sun at the one city. I can't remember his name. It might. Yeah, it might. Look, it's the best lead that I have right now. Oh, give me a fucking reason. No, 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 no. We have to figure out what bar first before we burn. Fair. Victor raises an eyebrow. Just how do you have less impulse control than our barbarian? No disrespect meant, but genuine curiosity. These are the same people that basically took my life from me. So fair enough. See, y'all, and I realize this sad realization. Y'all have families, most of you at least. I haven't had one. You're the closest thing I've had to a family. Which brings me to another question. After we get Okta back, because that's definitely something we need to do. Mm -hmm. Will you all be there at my wedding? Victor looks confused. Yes, of course. I didn't know that we had to ask this, but I suppose, Yarkris, will you be at ours? As family, of course. I wasn't aware that this was a matter of questioning. Anyways, yes, uh, again, no disrespect meant. Do you need someone to give one of you away? I don't know what the culture is. I'm kind of new to this myself, really. I just know I want to spend the rest of my life with Eric. All right. There's your smiles and pats Yarkris on his shoulder. Yeah, big guy, you will. Oh, and Eric just like that, sitting down at the table, he gets breakfast. He's just smiling. Victor looks at Eric, says, you better not hurt him. only if he wants me to oh my (laughs) any winks don't damage our paladin anyways (laughs) anyways well it sounds it sounds like you have a friend to find so that we'll have to wait anyway oh eric actually you're 
maybe more familiar with the Dock Wards here than Charlie or I are. All right. Look, are you familiar with the Zentarum at all? I mean, everybody knows who the Zentarum is. Are there any bars that you're maybe warned to stay away from because of connections with them or anything, any information that might be useful? I'll walk up to the barkeep while this conversation is being had there. I know that they do hang around in the dock ward, especially at night. That's why it's one of the not a good place to be exactly. Something about a tavern, something queen something. I'm not sure. I heard it in passing one time and okay. told myself, never go there. All right. Thank you. So I can be more helpful. Victor has out his uh, sheets of paper and the emerald pen and is taking notes like school gumshoe. He goes, oh, no, I think that's quite helpful. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. All right, Yarkos, you said you're going up to the the barkeep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is, it's uh, It's like a middle-aged woman this morning. What can I help you with? I'm going to get straight to brass tacks and I throw a gold coin on the counter. Where does this tarm tank to hang out? He like looks around the tavern that's like mostly empty, reaches a handout and like covers the coin and slides it off the table. It's not a good place to go, but rumor has it that they spend a lot of their time at the Queen's Ransom. You did not hear that from me. And she goes back to cleaning the bar. Thank you, miss. And I head right back over to Victor with a big ass grin on my face. Just, sorry, imagining Yarkris, the, 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 the part dragon with a big grin is very unsettling. <laughs> yeah, it a little bit. <laughs> It you, very well should be. You, uh, you hungry, big guy? <laughs> I have found out where we need to go. Yeah, I am hungry. I'm hungry for some little action. This might not need killing. Oh, it definitely is going to need killing. Mm. It looks at Charlie. I may have misjudged this. Just a tad, dear. But it's okay. As long as we get Octa back and we don't do too much damage to the town, everything will be fine. Fair enough. All right, and I then. just go, so we're going to the Queen's Ransom. Ah, that's what it was called. Yes. Now I remember. Uh, wait, hold up. And then he like pauses. Wait, you're going where? To save a friend. Or to pull a friend out of danger. Or maybe to meet new friends. We don't know yet. Just saying. Please promise mm. me you're going to be safe. I am encased in armor and a dragon born. You're, but you're, I was going to say you're a dragon born. Still really upsetting when he smiles. <laughs> and we're going smile? into a den of evil yay i love dens of evil that means things that kill i like to imagine <laughs> Soleya that was in character and she's still drunk from last night i imagine yeah. that was her i imagine that was Soleya stumbling down the stairs into the main area yeah and i point at Soleya going with that one what about me no matter how bad you all think i am that one likes to start fires. It's a layer. Hold on. Smiles really big. Point of fact, I saw you breathe fire directly onto a woman's face. A werewolf. No. Bitch, I am fire. No. Oh, wait. At the yeah, temple. No, right. <laughs> a few times. You also <laughs> like to start fires. This entire party likes to start fires. Hey, hey, hey. No, I like to cause seizures. This is this is fair. I don't know if that's better. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. Anyway, you have a destination in mind. Octa, we're gonna go back to you. 
let me mark on the map where the Queen's Ransom is. So are we hauling ass? Always. I don't think this group walk. Charlie yeah. will find Trayvok. Always be hauling. And, uh, get Trayvok ready. He's always roaring for a fight. It's this little square right down here. Pretty close to where y'all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they That's don't know that. That's not a good thing for them. So, Okta, you've walked these streets your entire life. You know how to get there. You know how to get there without being seen. So what do you do when you approach the front door to the Queen's Ransom? Which you know, the tavern itself does function as an actual tavern. But you do know that there is an additional, there's a secret staircase in the back that leads underground to the real Queen's Ransom. So but you, need think... a, you need a password to get into it. And I, I assume that password has changed a few times. since. Oh, you know that it changes regularly yeah so i think first thing i do before i get like to the door probably kind of on the way there like a few minutes before the way there uh i'm going to ritual cast speak with animals and look for a rat nearby if there's any sort of rats <laughs> that are that are nearby the the bar. oh in the dock ward most definitely yeah um, not a problem so so yeah i'm just seeing if there are any rats nearby and uh, seeing if I can find one. Okay. Yeah, you can. You manage. You can find one easily, easily enough. And I guess uh, I I look through my rations and see if I find like a little, just like a little nut or something, like in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of like wave it at the rats, like so. Uh, have you seen anybody? And then I give the description of what I remember Cassius looking like. Have you seen anybody like that around here recently? All right. Let me roll for the rat. Uh, roll for rat time to roll for rat i'm I'm shaking the rat pauses and then like looks over to you scurries over grabs the piece of food that you're offering out and starts munching on it it looks up at you also now kind of just realizing that you you spoke to him and he can understand you and the rat goes sounds familiar uh never above ground underground i pull out another little nut or something know if they're here today Roll for rat. <laughs> <laughs> that person's here almost every day. God, I can't imagine a rat would know a password. Uh, <laughs> he seems pretty important. Yeah, I imagine he's he's kind of the head rat around here. Um, <laughs> no, the head rat is the head rat. That's that's Steve. <laughs> Steve sounds like a good guy. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a pretty great guy. Yeah. God, now I just want to talk about Steve. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Not like Al. Al's an ass. Yeah, screw Al. Nobody Do you know Al. Ratatouille? <laughs> now I'm just imagining how this rat is involved rat. in this in this tavern. Like maybe maybe yeah. this rat is controlling other people. Um, anyways. A hierarchy um, of rats. Rat yeah. mafia. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, mean? is this like where the, the rats in Tarn meet up too? Like, who knows? Is there um, a rat father? Is there a nah, rat father? A rat father. No, no, just we just kind of hang around this area and get food. That sounds so nice. Um, okay, so I guess one last thing I want to do, I, I'm going to take out another just like small piece of paper and just write down, don't blow everyone up yet. <laughs> and I'm going to just kind of like wrap it up. And then what's what's like Victor's most distinguishing feature? Looks like he's made out of goddamn money. 
He has a mustache. I mean, honestly, like if you wanted to be, if you wanted the rat to be able to find somebody very, very specific, you would probably want to give them a definition, a description of your Chris. Yeah, that's true. That's actually very true. Uh, Yeah. So what I'll do is um, I'll kind of hold out four little nuts, but as I'm like giving about to give it to him, I like pull it back and it's like, okay. If you see, and then I describe Yarkris, drop this off, and that I will give you these later. He like sniffs the paper and like goes to bite it, realizes it's not food, doesn't seem very happy about it. But I wait, but the like four nuts in front of him, like, mm-hmm. how about five? Four and a half. That is a tough negotiator. <laughs> four and a half. Fine. And he like, sn- he like takes the piece of paper and into his mouth and like, goes and scurries away to know we're on for an episode of american pickers jesus i'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get taken by a rat man i i know what i know what that's that's worth all right um <laughs> the rat's name is barry yeah yeah oh yeah did i catch the rat's name i know Alex you did Alex. not ask that rat his name Original. you know that there is a rat named steve who's like the head rat according to that rat and then there the is an cheese. asshole there's an asshole rat named al who nobody seems to like for some reason right in the notes uh <laughs> oh, yeah, sure so make a note of that if this rat screws you over you can tell the head rat to have al kick his ass yeah that's true <laughs> rat law all right uh and i'm actually gonna go into the the main tavern and i'm just gonna go up and put my hood down and take a long look at everybody in the bar, and then I'm going to grab some water and an ale. Well, actually, no, I'll, I'll grab an ale. I'm just grab a normal ale, and I'm going to sit in a table in the middle of the room. Okay. I'm just going to wait a second. You wait, and you're sitting there probably about no more than like five, ten minutes. As you walked in, there were some people who really didn't pay you any mind, and then there were some people placed in various, sitting around in various parts of the tavern who clocked you as you walked in. And you were like, yeah, that tracks. But what strikes you is you recognize there's another tiefling in here. And it is the gray-skinned ram-horned tiefling that you caught sight of in Iovana's when you first came back to Waterdeep that you clocked as a Zentarum agent. And after you've been sitting for about five, ten minutes, he comes over to the bar and sits down next to you. Doesn't make eye contact with you. Doesn't He just keeps staring straight ahead. So you're the Okta. That we've heard about. Didn't catch your name. Friends call me Karma. There is uh, someone who was wanting to see you. Yeah, I got that message this morning. Yeah. He uh, he wanted you to bring your friends. And he kind of like looks around the, the bar, the tavern. I don't see your friends. What friends? You know, Okta, I never met you when you were here. You know, the Crimson Raven. He he took me in like he took you in. And uh, kind of rude for you to uh, just throw his generosity right back in his face you know we're a family and when your family invites you somewhere and politely asks you to bring your friends it's usually expected that you will bring said friends do they know where you are i mean they're smart i'll probably figure it out but i'm more interested in why a i was invited here at all i haven't heard peep out of you all since uh well a long time and uh b why does it matter about them you want me you got me crimson raven has his curiosities sure if he has questions i've got answers yeah he does have questions so uh 
Why don't we go take a walk downstairs? And I finish off my ale and slam it on the counter and you lead. Of course. And you watch as he stands up, walks you back past the bar and knocks on a door in a unique pattern, kind of like hidden back in a corner. And you hear a small slit of wood move out of place. And he, Karma, pulls back like the lapel of his shirt. And you can see pinned under his shirt, you see a silver pin with the image of a hand grasping a dagger, which you recognize, which back way back in the day, you coveted. It is a pin marking favored of the night fingers. And without having to say the password, you and him are let back into the back and down into a long flight of stairs. So real quick, and I just wanted to see if it's possible. Is it at all possible, maybe with like a, I don't know if it's possible to cast the spell under my breath as I'm kind of walking in that direction towards the door? You could roll a sleight of hand. Uh, 23. Okay. And I'm just casting protection from uh, evil and good. Okay. Because that might be handy. And I will follow him. Okay. So he leads you down into this bustling. There's a lot of people down here. And there is music. You see, this is like a performance area right here. They have like people playing music. They have their own bards. There's bards in the Zentarum. So think like 1920s speakeasy. Same thing with the tone of music. It's very 1920s. And as you walk down, you recognize the woman who's singing. And you recognize her. Her name is Marina. And you recognize her as the Crimson Raven or Cassius. It is his wife. And she kind of makes eye contact with you and gets a little smirk, but continues singing. And you see, it's not on this map, but there's like, because I'm kind of like twerk, like tweaking it to make it my own. There is another stairwell over here in this corner that leads up. And you can see there are like rooms with windows that overlook into the main part of the tavern. It's almost like maybe a VIP section or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that that is where the lords of the Zentarum hang out. It's like their VIP section. They do a lot of business up there. You've never really been up there. Does this place look much different than what I remember? It looks almost identical. I guess something's never, never change. Some things never change. So karma leads you through the bar. And at this point, everyone is staring at you. And he leads you through the bar, up these stairs and into these upper back rooms where he stops at a door, knocks once. And you hear a familiar voice of a person that you did not ever expect to hear their voice again. And he says, come in. And karma opens the door and inside sitting behind the desk you see which is weird because cassius was just a captain when you left but you open the door and you see a red-skinned tiefling with these horns and but he does look different he's obviously older he's now in his early 40s and but it's weird one of his horns looks as though it's been snapped in half and is missing and he has this nasty scar down the side of his face. Whatever happened when you were gone, he saw a nasty fight. Oh, Octa, bold of you to come back. We were going to just let you 
live out your life in the forest. You didn't seem much of a threat. Maybe we were mistaken coming back home. Although, I do see a severe lack of your friends. Yeah, you, keep, you got my letter, obviously. That's why you're here. I think you keep making the mis- mistake that I that I have friends. <laughs> Octa, you've learned not to lie to your superiors. Everyone in the Centaur knows that. Come, weren't we, weren't we once family? I guess my question here is, if you felt so fine, you know, just leaving me alone, what's changed? You came back. Briefly. What's to say I just leave town tomorrow? What's to say I leave town tonight? Well, that would be interesting indeed, but I'm more interested in just to why you're back. Passing through. Ah, it was such a colorful group of friends, too. I was hoping to talk to them. And of course, I did notice hanging out with one of the veterinary boys. Actually, from being more correct, the last veterinary boy. Is that who? Is that whose place I was at last night? I, uh... I, I didn't quite catch their name. Octa, Octa, Octa. Playing dumb was never your forte. That's why you were the assassin, you were the spy. I'm just curious. Simple curiosity. Simple curiosity. How about we trade information? I'm you all guys ears. Deal, you guys deal in trade, right? Of course we do. I was at the Ventanarm household last night. So, and obviously you already knew that. Let's start with something simple. You're uh, moving up in the world? <laughs> I am. And... There's been a bit of a changing of management since you left. Uh, and he, like, pulls his lapel aside and you see the symbol for the Nightfingers. He was already a Nightfinger, though, correct? Is he now? He was, no, yeah, he was part of, like, that sect of the Assassins, but he was just a captain. That is the, that is the pin of the Nightfingers. He is the head of the sect now. Ah. You saw Marina on your way in. Yeah, she she doing well. She's the new velvet glove. Like I said, big changes. You're just volunteering information. I bet you want something from me now, too. Hmm. Old habits die hard, don't they, Octa? What do you want? Honestly, I wanted to talk to your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep hearing that. What do you want from my friends? And Octa kind of bites her tongue a little bit from saying that. See, they are your friends. It's fine. From the very few things we could gather, I'm assuming they don't know where you are but they did you tell them you were leaving i mean i'm not there like i said they're smart they can put things together we'll tell you what we'll give it a little bit perhaps i'll send out some feelers have some people track them down and then we can all sit down and have a little chat or i can leave right now and tell them not to come here like i said i just want a simple piece of information from you which is why do you need to talk to them? And if it's something you can just ask me, you obviously sent your little, and I point over to Karma, your little friend to get me. Why can't I just be your little liaison for them? Do you really honestly think I'm going to trust you again? Look, you misunderstand the situation. Like I said, things have changed. You might not believe me when I say it, but we have a mutual understanding. You know, enemy of my enemy is my friend and all. So I want something done, and you all look very capable. So you're looking to consolidate even more power? Perhaps. Eyes on someone else couldn't figure, couldn't settle for the Nightfingers and the Velvet Glove. Who's even going to be the Chain Lord? <laughs> the Chain Lord? That doesn't exist anymore. I'm sure you understand. You knew my thoughts on slavery. It's a nasty, nasty business, and I do not condone it. I take a second to look around this little back area. I know I haven't been back here before. Are there signs that like 
anybody else hangs out back here or is it just Cassius now? Give me an investigation check. Like how deep is this gone? Uh, 11, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. The office itself seems rather very well kept, well put together, and there isn't a lot of stuff out in the open. As you, as far as you can tell, it doesn't seem like a very personalized office. Okay. Listen, we'll get your friends down here. We'll have a conversation. Until then, we can just sit tight. And then I kind of get close to him for a second and just say, look, the first sign of trouble... This place is burning down, and I don't care if I take <laughs> it. Just putting that out there. All right. It's been a while. You're right. So yeah, let's just wait. And we'll see how, how, how easy it is for my friends to get here. With that, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. everyone it's joey here breaking into the middle of the episode to give you a few announcements first and foremost it is december the end of the year is nearly upon us and with that brings the stress of OhioCon. Several of the cast members here at Inspirational Crits also staff OhioCon, which is an anime convention in Columbus, Ohio that happens in January and we are currently in the middle of crunch time for it. So that being said, with this episode going up, the next episode, episode 14, is going to go up on the 19th of December. And then after that, we're going to have a little bit of a hiatus as far as the podcast is concerned. And also with the holidays coming around. We hope that you all have very happy holidays with your friends and family as we spend our time with our own friends and family. And going back to OhioCon, since we are staff, we will be there. So if you want to come say hi to us, Feel free. We'll be handing out ribbon badges for you to collect. Other than that, I don't think I have any other announcements, so I'll go ahead and let you get back to the show. So we're going to go to everybody else right now. What are you doing? You are leaving. I'm assuming leaving the honorable night. Yep. I kiss Eric goodbye for now. Yep. And I go, all right, now, which way to the ransom queen of uh, ransom queen? Is that the name again? Queen's ransom. Queen's ransom there. Yeah, that's the queen's ransom. That's where we need to go. Which way is that? The dock probably, right? You don't know. You didn't ask. True. I only asked for the name of it. We ask a town guard. They would probably want to avoid that as much. We're as not possible. asking them to come with us. We're asking for directions. They're going to be questioning why we're asking them for directions. That's what money's for. That's what money's for. <laughs> That's why that drives is the most, exist. That we're is gonna... the most Victor thing I've ever heard. So you want to bribe somebody that shouldn't take bribes into telling us which direction to go to. This is water most... deep and the docks. Yes. If it helps you know us find about... our friend. Yes. Fair. You would know more about this city than I would. Fair. Well, I guess we look for a guard. All right, Victor, you are looking for a guard. Give me a perception check or an investigation check. 
investigation. That is a 10. A 10. A 10. It takes you a while. I was going to say, I look for somebody that's down on her luck, but all right. Did I ever get my cloak back from Okta? I I would assume so. Might have. Like, this is your invisibility cloak? No, it's my cloak that changes the appearances. Well, it's your your armor. Your armor. I likely would have just left that in the room. Yeah, it's technically armor, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. All right, guard, guard. Yeah, so it takes you a while, longer than you were hoping. It's kind of a little frustrating, but you do manage to stumble upon one that seems to be making his round rounds for the day. Pardon me, uh, sir, we're looking for a tavern called the Queen's Ransom. Would you happen to know where that is? The guard turns, looks at you with a raised eyebrow. As he turns, Victor is holding up four silver pieces. He like looks at the silver pieces, looks at you, and what exactly do you want with the queen's ransom? Uh, beer, probably. You know, it's not exactly the best place. Not exactly the best person. Give me a persuasion check. You walked into the wrong house, motherfucker. (laughs) 27. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take my the, money. <laughs> the guard uh, looks around, kind of like stealthily takes the coins out of your hand, pockets them, says, down that way, take a left, back in a back alley. Thank you. Have a wonderful morning. Yeah. I never saw you. No, you did not. <sighs> Who are you? And he turns and he walks away. Is it really yeah, that, that easy? Way. Yes. It's that easy when you have a plus 13 to your fucking persuasion. And cannot roll below a 10. Thank you, Silver Tongue. (laughs) So anyway, it's probably been about an hour since you left the Honorable Night. Clink, 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 clink. Jarkris, are you really that upset that a town guard would take currency? No. Consider this. They're not paid very well. So a lot of them, they do kind of rely on informational services in order to make ends meet for their family a bribe it's a service jesus christ it's a tip exactly really so you're just investing in the economy i'm, I'm, I'm a philanthropist thank you i'm it, investing in the town getting <laughs> us where we need to go so i'm letting it go all right yeah Chris is just constantly questioning his morals wondering how capable he is and the party's <laughs> actions yeah then again i just fully realized i've murdered people yeah well like yarkris is 100 percent the tiktok sound these are my monkeys this is my circus these are my monkeys this is my circus so you guys walk down this very shady ass looking alley and as you're walking are you trying to be stealthy i can't (laughs) Stealth. (laughs) that's a thing i can't do What did you do with Artemis? Is he still back at home or did you bring him with you? He is still back at home. He is back at home with Julia. Okay. Probably getting more bows put into his fur, into his (laughs) feathers. Feathers. Oh, that would have been sad. The poor little mouse. So as you guys are walking down this alley, (laughs) you do. And Victor just realized. Oh my God. I just, yeah. You do see rats scurrying. And then all of a sudden, this rat scurries out from behind a barrel, stops in front of you. You've never seen a rat do a double take before. (laughs) (laughs) 
And yet you see a rat do a double take in front of you. And it's weird because this rat has a little piece of rolled up paper in his mouth. He like looks at all of you and you're all looking at him and he looks up at you and then like <laughs> looks at Yarkris and then just runs straight the fuck at Yarkris and starts Wait trying to like clamor uh... up his leg. What's going on, little guy? And he just like looks up at you, drops a piece of paper, and then like goes and sits over like on the side of the alley like he's waiting for something. Uh, paper open. And what did it say again, Octa? I believe it literally just said, don't blow up the place yet. Guys. That's some weird shit. This rat knew to find us. Yeah. And told us not to blow things up yet. I look at Yarkris and Soleil and say, y'all ever take advice from a rat before? It's not the note the rat wrote. Okay. Sure. A rat would be amazing if it did. Hear me out. Can you write, little guy? Okay. Hear me out. Maybe, Mm -hmm. just maybe, just maybe, we don't set a flame in the middle of the town we're from. Oh, no, I'm... And piss off the entire underworld of our town. I'm 100% on board with you, Charlie, on that. I'm just concerned at the idea of them taking advice from a rat. No, we shouldn't burn it down. Obviously, this is a sign from Okta. Victor shrugs, I didn't know she could talk to animals, so... Ah, yes, Charlie. Occam's razor. The voice of reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The note tells me not to do a thing. Wisdom also tells me not to do this thing as we're about to head into the den of them. Mm-hmm. 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 We'll see what happens. Hear me out. Maybe you just let Victor and I go in and feel it out. We both can talk to you in your mind. I don't like that option any more than not blowing this place to kingdom come. Well, mm. but hear me out. Hear me out. Maybe you don't get murdered the day after you get engaged. I didn't plan on getting murdered. And Great. I then to you be will civil. stay outside. And, no. And Victor and I will talk with them. And then Split. we will call in the cavalry in our head. Split the party um, three ways. I'm it, just telling them to hang outside. I'm not telling them to, like, not go. I'm just telling them to, like, hang out right outside the door. Hell, fucking Soleo Soteria, worst comes to worst dimension door inside this is what this is true i'm very much I'm, reminded of some kind of conundrum involving a fox a chicken and a bag of grain probably nothing chimkin i like chicken i'm just gonna say this they have our friend i will be wise enough not to start well, shit immediately or whatever it's worth we also don't know if she was she was likely not taken against her will the note was well then what do we have to be afraid of i'm trying to think if victor would know if it was written in her handwriting or not i don't know if any of you have seen her handwriting at the very least there didn't seem to be a struggle and look octa would have fought back if she went against her will eh, so let's be civil victor raises an eyebrow and we i'm sorry <laughs> just i've yet to see you know what no never mind diplomacy i have to say i did let somebody live Actually, That's not a thing people normal live. people brag about. You know that, right? Yes, it's, it's important it's, to me that you know that. They were relatives. It is important to me. So I guess, like, I, I, I can do diplomacy. Gunboat diplomacy, but it's diplomacy. I don't feel like you're the person we're discussing right now, Saleya, but the fact that you volunteer that information makes me even more concerned about you. Kind of like rubs her temples. Look, I do also think maybe there's something to be said for also having people who can go get more help. We do have friends in this city as well. Yeah, and I don't know this city. So you know Eric. I'm going in. God, I love D and D. Then Yarkris, I want you to know one thing then. 
if I feel that you're escalating in an undue fashion, I'm going to command you. And I don't mean that to start a fight. I understand. Okay, then. Yar, Chris, I love you. And I mean, heck, I'm your maid of honor. However, <laughs> I think that you are going to do great in this situation because we're going to tamper our emotion and be diplomatic. And you're going to do wonderful, right? Why are you talking to me like I'm a child? I'm not talking to you like you're a child. This is just the way I talk. To everyone, like, like their children. It's her encouraging voice. It is Charlie's encouraging voice. Look, again, these people probably have information we want. Mm -hmm. And I have some names, well, a name that I need to find where they are. Exactly. There's information we need out of them. And there's an old veterinary saying, which is dead men can't talk. I don't exactly. think that it was used in this sense, but it still applies. So we have some information to gather and people to visit and Octa to find. Also weird that that was your third priority. Just saying, buddy. So are we going in? Trayvok does love visitors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going in. All right. So you walk in, all of you, and yep. are met with several stairs. I'm sorry, real quick. What does Charlie look like at the moment? I feel is an important question to ask. Well, since Victor's not hiding his appearance, I'm assuming Charlie looks like her normal, water deep, sophisticated lady self. I make a okay, show. Just checking. Ducking when I go under the go through the door frame. Okay. So you all walk in and you are met with several stairs of some people. And the Tavern seems to quiet down a little bit. It just looks to be like a regular tavern, and you don't see Okta anywhere. I don't think asking about shit would be our best move here. Should we just wait for a minute? Yeah, I think that if this is the right place, we'll be approached. Hmm. If that's the case, then Trayvok would like to bring his tankards up to the bar and uh, just ask the bartender to fill these, please, and find a quiet corner where he can scout yep. out with the monocle. So... Mark off like four copper. Sure. And you pop the monocle and you don't really notice anything. You guys are here for less than five minutes. And in those five minutes, you notice someone get up and leave through the front door. And then towards the end of the five minutes, you see a door in a back corner open and you see a woman step out. She has this like long black hair that seems to be pulled back and she seems to be probably about her early 40s. And she's dressed in these like not fine clothes, but like form fitting, but also kind of tried to be played off as like normal everyday wear. But she's not wearing a dress. She's definitely in like slacks, like pants. And you see her come out from behind the store and she kind of like puts a hand on her hip. I'm assuming that you're friends of Octa's. Well, the, Crimson... <laughs> the Crimson Raven doesn't like waiting. And hey, neither do we. At this, at the mention of the name Crimson Raven, uh, Charlie and Victor, you are reminded of a time back when you were like children. Victor, you were probably like 12. Charlie was like 10. You guys were really little. And you remember a day when your parents had come home early from like their jobs and there was like a huge commotion in the city because one of the lords of Waterdeep had been assassinated and the person who had done the assassination called themselves the Crimson Raven. So as this woman greets you, says, well, then let's not keep each other waiting. Come on. And she like nods her head and turns her back towards you and goes back to heads back to the door expecting you to follow right then about this right guys let's go oh nothing bad at all mm, i'm so um, bad when we're led to a deep dark place i can make it brighter 
if need be. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I can make it brighter in a non-fiery way. Oh, that's no fun. How, how large is this entryway that we're going through? It's just a door. Okay, well. It's a doorway. It's single Trayvok file. Trayvok is not very big being a dwarf, uh, but he will noticeably go last and try to take up as much space as possible. All right. And as you all walk down the stairs in single file, the door shuts behind you, Trayvok, and you are led down a long stairwell into an underground tavern that seems to be bustling. And now there is, there seems to be, uh, there's music, like I said, 1920s feel. There is a a man singing some 1920s-esque songs, and she leads you. Um, let's see, who has really good perception? Me. Yarkris has a 19. Same. Charlie I would say Charlie and Yarkris would be the only ones to notice. You do see, like how I explained it. You see, you can manage to catch a glimpse of offices, like with windows overlooking the tavern. And in one of those windows, you catch the slightest glimpse of Okta. Hmm. Okay, uh, I'm going to message Victor and tell him that I see Okta. Should we let her know we're here? I'm going to respond, yeah, probably a good idea. Okay, so I'm then going to send a message to Okta that says, I'm really hurt that you just left. So we came. Don't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Charlie's angry? Oh. Oh, wow. Victor's really bringing out a dark side in Charlie. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is the second time I've been angry. Oh, no. First was when my mother tried to say bad things about Victor. That's did she not, say bad things about that's Victor? Not Victor's fault. Yeah, yeah she did. She, she did. said something about the veterinary not maybe being so up. We'll get to that. That's a that's a different session. We'll get to that. Anyway, so this woman leads you to the back staircase. That's that's not on here because I I made it my own because that's what DMs do and leads you up these stairs and then knocks once on a door and pushes it open. Also, for the record, after I got that message, I just silently sandered my breath. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys are led into a room with a red-skinned tiefling who's missing half a horn and a gnarly scar down the side of his face, sitting behind a desk, and then a gray-skinned tiefling standing uncomfortably close to Okta. And this woman walks in, who, Okta, you recognize as Marina, Cassius' wife. And she walks in. Well, lets you all walk in and then walks in behind you and shuts the door and leans against it. See, I I, I told you they'd find the place. See, I, I knew you guys were smart and could figure it out. Uh-huh. Cassius speaks up. Honestly, I'm quite impressed. Also, how cramped is it in here right now? It's, it's a little cramped. <laughs> y- you definitely wouldn't want Saleya setting off a fireball. <laughs> or me breathing fire. Yeah, you would not oh, want that. That would that would hurt. Mine's bad bigger. idea. Sorry, Yorkers, but mine's bigger. That would yeah, that would hurt <laughs> almost everybody. I don't know why you're impressed to Waterdeep natives who are heavily motivated. Well, I mean, honestly, your father and uncle also didn't have a very hard time finding us either. Hmm. May not have been the best choice. Of Maybe words. you make yourselves a little too available. This is a nice place you got here. Two bars and one. <laughs> Does it generate <laughs> twice the revenue, or is it just for twice the insurance claims? You'd be surprised. And what's the- 
What's the requirements to get down to the second bar? Wouldn't you like to know? I Lady mean, Demir. I would. That's why I asked. Listen, the Zentarum has a reputation. Well earned. Yes. We have the reputation that we do because people who are worse than us know we'll take the fall. And when they inevitably do fail, we're the ones left with a terrifying reputation. And it makes us that much stronger. The Red Wizards were a great example of this. They're gone. But guess who keeps to keep their fruits of their underground labor? Now. You assume many things so far. And what do you mean by that? <laughs> that the Red's gone. We had other questions to talk about. So. Giving more information. <laughs> when that. you say assuming that the red wizards are gone he had this like smug look of confidence on his face and you see that kind of vanish they're still around so let's drop and he the like, pretense right. indeed i have questions what do you mean they're still around and he looks furious questions cost i'm sure they do trust me if anybody in this room knows that it's me let's Hold start on. with why are we all here all right listen Mostly just the veterinary boy. Look, your father and uncle, they came to us. They used us to make connections. We struck a deal with them, and they abused both the connections and lost our trust. Our family doesn't take kind to that. Now listen, Ateus wasn't supposed to die. In fact, it was supposed to be your father, and just a simple maiming at that, a broken leg, maybe a missing finger or two, nothing, nothing too serious. But don't worry. The person who ordered that hit has been taken care of is he dead the person who ordered the hits let's say so simple, simple question, question. is yeah. he dead we, very yes or no kind of question there bud the zentarum doesn't deal in slaves anymore that's not what i that's asked that's not the question the person who called the hit out was the chain lord but as i said we don't deal in slaves anymore and behind you you see that the the door opens without a knock and you see a man walk in. He has, he also has like a scar down his face, black hair, dark colored eyes, um, and kind of like a scruffy looking beard going on. And he goes, Cassius, uh, the newest shipment of slaves just arrived. And then like sees there's like a whole bunch of people in the room. And you see Cassius kind of like puts his face in his hand and goes, thank you, Ulrich. Is he Okay, hold dead? on. Hold on, Victor. You literally just lied to our fucking. All right, all right. Listen, listen. You I know. Literally I know. I know. One Lady Demir. Lady Demir, you're in my realm right now. I you highly are. suggest you let me talk. Do, 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 do. This may be your realm, but this is our city. You're in our sights. <laughs> all right. Look, I know that that sounds bad. But I can explain it to you in a second. Ulrich, I will be with you in a moment. That can be cleared up. I promise you. Another lie. What you, what you don't understand. Insight. Which, go ahead. Give me an insight check. I would also like to insight. 26. 26. I'd like to insight Riot. <laughs> <laughs> with a 26 insight, this man is telling the truth. He is now a little frustrated because, like, this is not how he anticipated this conversation going. Mostly because you threw a curveball at him and then one of his like subordinates came in and threw another curveball. And he's like, this isn't how this is supposed to run. I'm mad. <laughs> Fucking frustrated right now. Look, I will let you get back to whatever grandstanding speech that you had planned. I really only want a yes or no question. So the next time I ask this, I, I'm being civil. 
I am. I understand that I am in your house, your place of establishment, but you have dropped a lot on me. So I want to know, is he dead? The chain lord is dead. The person who ordered the hit is dead. The person held the knife who held the knife is not. And then you've not shorted me on what I wanted. Go on. But I'm offering you a trade. Mm. Hold I on. Hold you... on. Can we go back to the slave thing? Yes. I'm starting to glow. Yeah. That's why I would like to go back to the slave thing mm-hmm. before right. you go any further. All right. Fine. That's fine. Karma, Marina, Ulrich, come with me. I will explain everything. He stands up from behind his chair and walks through the room through all of you. Have to like scooch past all of us, like, really <laughs> yeah. A little bit, a little bit. He kind of does have to scooch past you a little because it's really tight, but he kind of yeah. tries to do it as like sophisticated like and smoothly as possible. But like, yeah, and as he does, I'm just like, see, this could have just been like a really easy conversation between the two of us. I don't know why I have to like wait for everybody. Now I have to <laughs> decide as I slide by you, do I give you the dick or the ass? I was straight up thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> So he leads you guys and you have Karma and Marina. One's behind your group. One's kind of like in the middle of your group. And Cassius is leading you. And he leads you away from the tavern and kind of down into and like the hallway kind of shifts from brick and mortar to more of a underground tunnel kind of feel. And he leads you for about two to five minutes and it opens out into this room like an underground, like hideout kind of thing, but it's small. And there's other doors that seem to be like leading off in different directions. And Octa, you recognize this room. This is like uh, one of the central rooms for like where several different hideout entrances will dump into this for like quick getaways. And also this is also the main chamber where when you guys were smuggling things in from outside of Waterdeep, this is one of the places where they would end up. And... We're still down. Yeah, you're still underground. So down in this room, you see there's like this group of like eight people and they are bound at the wrist with just rope. And there are a couple of other Zentarum agents around and Cassius leads you down there, has gone into more of a boss man mode now, grabs a like a they didn't have clipboards back then, but like a board. With that has some like some parchment and he grabs like a pen from somebody nearby who hands it to him. And you watch, he doesn't explain anything to you. He just walks over to these group of slaves who look terrified. And they're a mix of people. There's there's a dragonborn in there, and then like maybe a half elf and some humans. And he walks up to the first one. What's your name? And it's a it's a woman, and she looks like absolutely terrified and doesn't answer him. And he looks up and says, don't worry, love, you're safe. What is your name? And she like looks up and like looks around, sees all of you. And it's just like, Maria. All right. What are your skills? And she's um, uh, c- cooking. I, um, I suppose good at, I'm not really sure. I guess, are you good at money keeping, bookkeeping or anything like that? I suppose. And he's like, all right, you will be with Marina then. And he like just reaches out and unties the rope from her hands. And Marina walks over to her, puts a hand on her shoulder and says, don't worry. And he does this for everyone, asking their names, what their skills are. 
and saying random names of where they would be at of other people. And the other Zentar agents kind of like put them in their, you know, groups of skills and lead them away. And Cassius takes the board with the parchment that he has written on and hands it back to the person who had given it to him. And he walks back over to you. I detest the idea of slaves, mostly because I was almost one myself. The Zentarum saved my life from that. And for that, I owe them my life. So I worked my way up. I kept my head down. I kept my nose eh, as clean as a Zentarum agent can keep their nose clean. And after some time, I proved myself. I went on dangerous missions. I worked my way up. And when I had loyalties and connections, we got rid of the ones who didn't agree with the future of what the Zentarum is going to be. Okta, I will tell you, there is a new voice. There's a new Velvet Hand. There is, obviously, me, the new Nightfingers. There's a new Arcane Lord, and the Chain Lord is no more. We still buy slaves, but we put them to work, earning their freedom. Uh, so you've upgraded to indentured servitude. <laughs> they still get a salary. And once they've paid off what we paid for them, they're free to choose if they want to leave. Yeah. That just sounds like slavery with extra steps. I understand it's not the best, but it's better than what the alternative is. I mean, I'm sympathetic and I understand that, but don't don't pretend that you are participating in slavery. Agreed. You're still purchasing them. You're still Lending. creating a demand. And honestly, I would say almost maybe making more demand by the suppliers. If you are continuously buying batches upon batches of slaves. You can have your opinions. We're doing the best that we can. Again, I'm not entirely unsympathetic. I see it as trying to make the best of a bad situation and being sustainable. I'm only pointing out the inherent dishonesty and saying that you're no longer involved with slaves. No, you're the better option among awful. But that's just my opinion. Newsflash. That's fair. I was just going to say Zintarum does morally gray things. Yarkris is very suspiciously quiet. How much does each slave cost you? That's where we get them from. This batch, what's the total cost? Probably about 6,000 gold. The work that you have them do, is it something that sets them up for an actual professional career? Or is it getting their hands dirty enough that they might not have another option afterwards? Depends on what their skills are. So what in reality, them? you free some of them. Others, it's just a different kind of slavery. I don't think of the Zentarum as slavery. I look at Okta to gauge her reaction to that statement. I look at your craft. Yeah, like, I don't know, there man. might be a little smoke billowing from my nose. I think uh, it's very easy to set your up, yourself up as if you're doing some good. I don't know what the hell I was when I first came into your family. I know you like to say that what you did for me was a good thing. And that I should be gracious. But uh, I don't know if you necessarily set me up with skills that change my life for the better. So forgive us if we're not super wowed by your amazing plan here. However, I feel like we're still dodging this question of why the hell are we here? So I have something I need done that I can't send my own people to do. And I have information that you want, Victor. So. Here, Chris loosens his grip, pulls out a piece of paper, writes a name down on it, and hands it to the nearest person. Who's standing next to your Chris. I feel like Charlie and Victor would be on either side of him. Given I feel like, yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like trying to gotta hold him back. So either one of them. Mm -hmm. And you already know what name's going to be on that 
paper. Forgive me if I don't. The name of my owner, mm. previous owner, which to be fair, as players, we've done forgotten that shit long time ago. <laughs> that is all I request for now. All right, business. There might be more than just the piece of information that you know, but I want it all for the same price. And Victor reads off the name of Yarkus's previous owner. What do you know about this person, too? But obviously you're not going to answer it right now. What do you want? There is a sect of the Zentarum in Baldur's Gate that don't exactly agree with the new voice. We're currently dealing with that problem. I need you to go down there and eliminate... Uh, not eliminate this person because I do have questions for him. I would like to talk to him. It's alive would be preferable. But I want you to go down there. You can kill any of his followers that you want. That's fine. I want him alive and back in water deep. And then if you do that, I tell you who killed your brother. And we can go our separate ways or an ally in us, whatever that might mean to you. But I also do have some questions for you along the lines of the Red Wizards. And what the fuck you mean by they're still alive? Well, um, seems real quick. like quite the problem that you're having here, but, um, and honestly, the rest of the group, probably this is the first time that you've seen Victor, like, relax his shoulders and he just kind of laughs. It's, um, this all sounds like a lot more your problem than ours. Also, above table, the, the Red Wizards are liches, correct? Majority, yes. Okay. Trayvok would like to somewhat comically put out that, uh, you know, the Red Wizards being alive is is, is maybe a debated subject in, in, in many circles, uh, but they, they do seem to still be operating, yes. You don't offer that information freely. Set above table. You meant Trayvok. Okay, you said above table. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, no, Victor just kind of laughs. Just, you've already told me that the person who ordered the hit is dead. It, um, I don't know. He kind of looks at the rest of the group. I mean, do what you want, but don't do it on my behalf. What do you all think? What about this other name? Yeah, that's real important to me. I mean, they do still seem kind of like scum that prey off of the innocent. I kind of want to kill them anyway. But I doubt they would even know who this person is or want anything to do with them. So, you know, let their problems be their problems. They haven't offered anything. We have a long list of other things that are way more important to us right now. So mm. if you could just leave a message, we'll get back to you at our earliest <laughs> no so uh charlie will be like we have a really long list of other things we're working on we'll consider thinking about this and we'll get back to you when we've made our decision it could be a while don't misunderstand me if we do end up doing it i would like to know the name it's not um it's not my top priority perfectly fine when you decide you want to gain that information come on by we'll let you in all right so does the port come standard with the villain layer or did you have to pay extra for that? <laughs> you still think us villains. Probably some of the nicer ones we've met, but really, who isn't? Life is morally gray, Victor. <laughs> you have though? no idea who you're talking to. In any case, it's I'm not going to say been a pleasure, but it's been an experience. Indeed. Ulrich will see you out. You know where to find us. As people start trickling away, I just I want to say one last thing to Caspius. I rifle through my bag and I produce my goggles of object reading that I got like a session or so ago. Okay. I think this would cover that batch that you just sent away over there. Huh. He takes the the goggles from you. 
Looks them over in his hand. We'll see. Hard to never be in their lives again after this, once you leave them go. Uh, is Octa talking about the slaves, or is Octa talking about her friends? I'm talking about the slaves for the slaves. right this second, yeah. Okay, that's entirely up to them. Have a good day, Octa. And he and Marina turn around and start walking away. Could have been a letter. Could have been a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> and Ulrich, he leads you back the way you guys came. Back into the underground tavern of the Queen's Ransom. Back up the stairs and out into the main area. Well, it uh, it's nice meeting you. Honestly, Zentarm's not that bad. It's a little bad, but it's not like... A little bad. It's a little bad, but it's not. It's not all bad. You know what? Your honesty is slightly refreshing. Oh, thanks. Ah, uh, so you are free to go. As I'm if gonna that go. was your option. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm gonna leave. Hey, Elric. Who did yeah. the? And then I just gesture to my face to uh, Cassius. He like looks around the tavern and then kind of like leads you outside onto the street. The. Uh, the coup kind of like happened like three years ago. It was not pretty, but, and you and your friends might not believe me, and you haven't been back long enough, but you remember what it was like. It's not like that anymore. It's different now. They want the Centaurum to become more of what it used to be years and years ago. Of course, you can still come to us for your illegal things, obviously. But, and you know, the assassination of, you know, Cassius, he was very picky about his assassinations. Not without cause, you know, the whole him being a chosen of the Raven Queen and all. But I'm just asking. I'm not asking you to come back. It's obviously, you have made a very fine life for yourself. But just perhaps maybe look past the mask to what's really underneath let me ask you this is he still grabbing street urchins off the street and teaching them to kill people in their sleep the last one he took in was karma how much of a choice did he have not much of a choice at all so what mask are we talking about here the mask that the zentarum is nothing but thieves liars slave traders violent thugs they're just liars and violent bugs. <laughs> Aspheus didn't lie to you. But sordid truths are just lies with fucking extra steps. Listen, I'm glad things that, honestly, honestly, if you think things are better, I'm glad things are better for you. But that doesn't mean that what he and what you all are doing is good or right. Honestly, being part of the Zentarum family. I think is better than dying on the streets. Question. Stay out alone. I'm assuming you guys are like kind of like out in the alleyway. Just you see how those two shouldn't be the only option. They shouldn't, and yet somehow they are for some people. Problem. I guess I'm hopeful that someday, if there are other options, people like Caspius are willing to recognize those other options. And see that I'm not quite sure that I see that from them yet. Because I, I have a feeling that it becomes between power and relinquishing that power for the better good. I have a feeling that they're still going to choose power. So, I don't know. It's all hypothetical anyways. We'll let you know. 
I look dead at Victor and just go, I have an idea forming. Listen, Cassius can't know I tell you, told you this, but the fact that the Red Wizards are still out and about affects him a lot. That was his first big mission. He was sent out with another group to try to stop a group of Red Wizards. That's the spot. It, yeah. <laughs> well, they thought they had it. Apparently, liches are tricky. And Don't Red die because are, they're undead already? Red wizards are cockroaches. Sounds like there's more than one batch of cockroaches. All I'm saying is that if you're going up against the red wizards, hmm. the enemy of your enemy might be your friend, even for a short amount of time. And then it becomes a knife in the back. As if that's what you believe. Earned. Hmm. We'll see. Have a good day. And he goes back in and the door shuts behind him. I need Trayvok, so Terry is not here, Saleh and Okta to give me history checks. History. Can do. I have a minus one of that. I was going to say, I'm so good at history. <laughs> I'm actually pretty, uh, well, I rolled like shit, though. I'm pretty good, but I rolled like shit, so nine. Yeah, let's see. Eleven. <laughs> Plus Eleven. seven, but I got a nine. Trayvok got a four? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. We didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. I have a son who's. I mean, literally, the two studious ones, probably most studious, is me and Victor, who are not part of this role. Although I guess Saleya would have had some studious princess school. So, oh yeah, she had a top-notch education. I think Octa had the highest. Eleven with With eleven. I'll give you this with an eleven. You're not sure why, but something in the back of your head was like something about. Ulrich was familiar, but you can't really quite remember or put your finger on it. So, like, and I know I this may be asking for too much info, but like familiar, like I've met them before, or familiar, like just something about his something. facial features were just like familiar. You're not sure why, though. You can't mm-hmm. like maybe it'll come to you, but you're not like, right now. It's like man, something about his face. Over, I don't know. Uh. Scar with scruffy looking beard, right? Hold on, everybody. I have a debt that I have to pay. And I wander over to the mouse that's like, or the rat that's like sitting in the corner. Yeah, the rat has kind of like wandered, started to like walk up to you and is starting to like that little rat hop thing that rats do to like get your attention. I I pull out five nuts and I bite one in half and I hand (laughs) four and a half nuts to the rat. It like, can rats walk on their? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. can. You just see this this rat kind of like clumsily gather up these four and a half nuts and like rat waddle away. Waddle, waddle. <laughs> Rude, you still didn't get his name. Away. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm not speaking with animals right this second, so but I just scratch it behind the back of the ear. That explains the rat. Andy Waddle. And Victor away. gives Yarkris like the really face. <laughs> I, I was just curious about. Why in particular that one? See, Charlie? All right. See, Charlie, they were taking the advice of a rat. <laughs> this, this was my concern. Back to my idea, though. He's a very polite rat. Yeah. To be fair. He's a very polite rat. What if I opened a restaurant that hired That's... unfortunate people? No, not rats. That would be Wait, 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 wait. Did you wait. say you can have the rat hire unfortunate people? No. <laughs> Do the rats have to control these unfortunate people? No. What I think Yarkris is saying is that he wants to provide a third option that's not die on the streets or go into the Zentarum. 
I think that's a brilliant idea. Me too. All right. So you know, if buddy, we have I'll be your first investor once we get around. And I'm sure we can find housing for them too. Mm-hmm. If we have enough time, if everybody has enough time, yep. we can do there's one more thing that you guys had on your agenda today. Before Something she actually thing. planned for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately like smash all of your plans. Yeah. And that was I'm sorry, bitch. Did you think he's sending a letter to Octa and she wasn't gonna go in? And then that we weren't going to follow her. I didn't think she was going to go by herself. She literally tried to abandon the party last last episode. This is fair. So you can, your mother did invite you and your friends to come to her shop to get clothes for the gala. Just as we're walking, because I want to make sure that we get cleared. um, As we're walking, Victor pulls out a book and proffers it to Okta and says, I'll give you this as long as you promise not to use what it teaches you to slip away again. Yes. No more leaving. It hurt my... Oh, no. Oh, no. Also, also, no more trying to give the book to NPCs. Yay. <laughs> I thought Octa. we had an agreement, Sakta. I'll just say this. The Zatarum I grew up with, I don't know we leave that bar alive. So you went in alone. Because that was a better option? When I realized this morning, I woke up and I kind of pull up a letter with this on my chest. And I know that you, everybody here wants to protect me. And I get that. And I know I'm trying to protect you. And I understand that that might also sound silly. But this morning, it became very crystal clear that if they could do this to me, they could have done this to literally anyone in the house. Hey, dumb, dumb. Look. No. (laughs) And they didn't. And beyond that, it's not just that. Two points of fact here. They could have done it to anyone in the house and you didn't warn anyone. You didn't let anyone know, especially not to downplay. Charlie, I know that you can handle yourself in a fight, but you didn't think that maybe I would be concerned that they were in the house that me and my fiance were sleeping in. Not look, I care about you, Octa, but that that's rough, buddy. Not just that. You could have potentially deprived Saleya and Yarkris an opportunity to fight, and that's almost unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, you know. Well, let this be a point. No matter where you go, we're just gonna fucking find you, chase you down anyway. So you might as well include us in the in in the initial invite. And I don't know what's more terrifying: the Zentarum or an angry Charlie. I I. I will say I did not factor in making Charlie angry. And and that is a very scary proposition. Look, all I can say is I'll try to be better. I mean, well, right, I then. don't like it, but that's better than nothing. There is no try. There's only do. Just do better. We had, I know each of us, every one of us have our own awful traumas that we grew up with. Um, but this, and I kind of just point to everybody is 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 kind of is still kind of new for me. So sorry. I mean, to be fair, you've been in a coma for like how many years? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like literally, it's very new to me, guys. Like, I literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but seriously, I I you know again with the Zentarum growing up, it's basically either like the best thing that you can do is not form any relationships because they will use them against you. And maybe we have leverage. Maybe that maybe there are different things that I've never really considered before. 
and I'll try to keep that in consideration in the future. And maybe also not to concede too much to them. Maybe things have changed. Not to necessarily not to necessarily say that that's a good thing, but maybe I don't have to worry about walking around the city at the very least. Which that's honestly got to be a big weight off your shoulders. So yeah, you sneak off hey. again. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, and hey, we we learned all sorts of information. Which you know, there's that. Sure did. <laughs> If you sneak off again without telling us, I will make you have a seizure. (laughs) Now that is scary. (laughs) We're friends and friends Friends don't make friends give them a seizure. Well, I was just going to say that we're friends and friends don't let friends go into pretty much a dangerous situation without the others being in shot. All die together. Exactly. Yes. If we friends who, 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 Fight together, die together. More positive. Friends don't let friends, friends don't let Ex- friends die Except together. that none of us will die. Friends don't let friends unalive others alone. There we go. And then she hugs Octa. Do we, do we have like a code of arms or something that we can add that to? <laughs> I don't know. Julia keeps asking what your group name is. And you keep um, giving her shitty excuses. And uh, speaking of growing up trauma... How would you guys like to meet my mom? She wants us to go to a party. Uh, transition. The bonus part party. is she's offering everybody a free outfit. That's probably going to be real fancy. Party and fancy outfits. Trayvok does love fa- fancy outfits and would love something to go with his monocle. Look, if uh, nothing else, if we don't ruin these with blood and fighting, because that's potentially where this might lead, because there was the alluring of maybe trouble these could be cool outfits that we can alter for the wedding that yeah. we didn't have to pay for you know my new outfit tension all right so are you leading them to your mother's store sure <laughs> so you guys um, down oh, the- real quick uh Tr- trayvok would like to ask if there will be ale at this party Most definitely. Yes. the hard-hitting okay. important questions yeah okay cool now we go <laughs> We're allowed now. There, there might not be ale. There will definitely, there will probably be like champagne and wine. Victor looks at Trayvok and just kind of nods, like I know where to get the stuff. No worries. Been to these things. You got so, the sauce. I got the hotel. I also, love, I also guys, love the idea. Okay, sorry. So you guys walk through the streets and head into the North Ward or the Trades Ward. I'm sorry, and make your way to the shop called Sunstar Silks and Fine Clothes with designs by Shante Demir. Uh, before I walk in, Char- Charlie's going to stop Victor. He lets that happen. My mother implied that I needed to not be myself at the party to stay under radar to mm-hmm. do what they raised me to do. If we do that, you can't be Victor either. Or if you're Victor, you can't be with me. Then I'll be not Victor. I'd sooner give up my family name and whatever that comes with than give up being next to you. Oh, that's so cute. Charlie will just kind of kiss him on the cheek. Be like, I'm glad I didn't want to go in alone. I mean, not that I wouldn't have the <laughs> rest of the party, but I'm glad you're going to be there with me, too. Of course. Now let's go see how much clothing we can get out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it goes like how we got the carpets, I think the answer is quite a bit. You always go for more outfit. <laughs> so as you walk in, there's a little thing. You see the high elf woman that owns the place, Ilya Stormbreeze. 
And you also see your mother in there and they're kind of like looking over a dress like, oh, well, maybe maybe if we did this, it would be good. Oh, no, I think maybe like a sash rather than like a belt would be better. And so they hear the bell and they turn around and your mother just smiles when she sees you. And she is now perfectly put together. Not a not a strand of hair out of place. And she sees you and she smiles and she walks over to you. Oh, Charlie, you came. Victor, it's very good to see you. It's a pleasure and to see you as well. You brought your friends. These are all your friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, did you did you think about what I asked? Is that something that you would like to do? Because I have I have outfits for you and Victor already made. Me and my friends will go. Listen, I hope it honestly is nothing, but having some people that I know I can trust in a situation is going to be nice. Other than that, I hope you all just have a fun time. But we are going to have to dress for the occasion. So, and she's like looking over. First, you two. And she looks at you, Victor, and Charlie. I already had these designs in mind for a while. So, um, and she like goes into a back room and wheels these two mannequins out and let me pull up some pictures i'm so excited so charlie your mother wheels out you see this dress be wheeled out by your mother them there really are fancy and but what's interesting is like the white flowers seem to be like moving kind of like in a natural plant-like way like it's your mother's clothing has always been a step above. She does minor enchantments on them. Victor, the other mannequin, is sporting. It's it's a two-parter for you because it's not the jacket that's with the suit. It's a different jacket. So this is your outfit. And it is a perfect match to Charlie's dress. Again, our Chris God Whistles damn. going, those are fancy. Fancy pantsy. All right then. Except so the blacks the black area yeah. on the jacket is white instead of black. Now, about the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what exactly are your fighting styles? Oh, I've got myself covered, darling. Thank you. I look at myself with two swords and a shield and plate armor and I go, what, what do you think? <laughs> He's our thief. all right give me give me a moment for you give me a moment but just darling and she looks at you Saleya. humor a woman oh fine i'll see what you can offer so what is your fighting style dear she makes things go boom i make things burn uh so charlie's gonna speak up i'm sorry mom i didn't give you an introduction oh right sorry i got a little carried away this is Princess Saleya of Evermead. Oh, or, I said Evermead. <laughs> is it? It's not Evermead. What is it? Ever- Evermead. But we do have Evermead from Evermead. Yes. Uh, so I think it's Evereska, correct? Mm-mm. No, no. Evereska is the people that my people that's are the, fighting. Yeah, that's oh. the sister. Well, sister well, look, it's Evermead. Look, I rolled a four on history. I don't. <laughs> it's Evermead. It's Evermead. <laughs> Didn't exactly pay attention in social studies. My that's good. Funny. Shiny friend is Yarkress. I nod my head. This very strong dwarf is Trayvok. Trayvok gently flexes. (laughs) (laughs) Octa is our kind, passionate friend. 
out on the back. I, I wave sheepishly and blush a little bit. My beautiful blue friend over here is Solteria. She, she waves. Hello. Uh, I think that's everybody, right? Because she knows yeah. Victor. Man, if only there was some 10-minute audio clip. And this is my fiancé, Victor. Fiancé. just smiles. One of the biggest smiles you've ever seen your mom. Smile. I am very happy for you both. Should I have picked up Eric on our way here? Oh, sweetie! We got a party to go best, to. It's maybe best we don't bring him into the party in case there is some um, difficulties and action. That could, the goods. could be dangerous. I mean, it's all well and good. Obviously, my fiance takes me into danger. Uh, well, <laughs> allows me to take him into danger. Uh, so that's <laughs> entirely up cares. to you. It's like a 50-50. All right. So, sword and shield for you. All right. One, I have the perfect dress for you, princess. So I'll be right back. And she goes back into the back room again and comes out with another two mannequins. One is a suit, one is a dress. And Yarkris, yours is also a two-parter. So here's yours, Yarkris. Now, instead of gold, it's like a platinum silver. Pretty. And Salaya. Salaya, <laughs> this is your dress. Oh. That she wheels out for your approval. Let me have a look at this. Oh yeah, I look fine in that. And so Yarkris Would you is, say you look fi- would look fire in that? Oh yes. Lit. Absolutely. So, that would be a hundred percent lit. Yarkris is is just very, very nice. It has less enchantment. It seems to kind of like catch the light better than you know clothes usually would. And then as for the dress, as it shifts on the mannequin, you can see it kind of rolls like a f- like flames would. Ooh. And it's just, it's a lot of, like, crystals and Ooh. rubies and stuff. Like, it's a lot of it. Uh-huh. Wealth. <laughs> Wealth symbols. <laughs> <laughs> now, I see you, Octodier. You have, what a lovely complexion you have. I see you have a bow. Is that something you would obviously want to keep on you? yes i All think right. so for what we're doing so you're going to need a wider skirt and trayvon you gonna right. easter the bow no <laughs> no like I, that's honestly Charlie, that's Charlie, what I darling, you have honestly been gone far too long so and so terry i think i have a good dress for you too so she goes back and once again comes back a little bit it took us a little bit longer this time she finds, so this is Soteria's dress. I'm just going to, because she's not here to ooh, appreciate it. That's Soteria's dress. And then this is Okta's dress. Ooh, where, where am I fitting this bow? <laughs> Thank you. Trust me, <laughs> Trust me. Okay. You'll understand when we do fittings. So, is it magic? Oh, oh, to an extent, magic. Yeah, bow. And then for you, I think I have a good one, Trayvok. And then she goes back and rolls back with this little number. Or thin a suit. Or thin <laughs> a suit. Kilt, kilt or riot. Kilt or riot. <laughs> or thin a suit. Yes. Uh, Trayvok would like a kilt. No. Arranged. No. I mean, look, I'm not going to ruin Joey's fun. What do you got? No. So we can turn it into a kilt if that's what you'd like. I mean, she posted. Oh, uh, uh, the silver one's me. 
Okay. I like the idea of like in the same pattern. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, Changing the pattern would just be gauche. Trayvok kind of feels the material and uh, just asks in a very polite but very concerned way, uh, how durable is this material? It can be as durable as it needs to be. It's going to need to be quite durable. It's going to be, uh, you know, just in case it needs to take some damage. Wait a minute. Are these items going to be fitting over our armor or are you expecting us to be armorless? No, we can fit them over your armor. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> magic, magic. Above, have, question uh, above table, do we lose our AC bonus? Is what she's asking. Exactly. I, have a, I have a very specific way of making my clothing fit to what I need them to fit to. Understandably, I mean, by your own hands, I literally have armor that allows me to change my clothes. So I didn't doubt. I was just asking. Right. I look back so, at the suit. Back at me. Back at the suit. Back, back at me. At me. <laughs> she sees you doing that, and then she just kind of, like, gets a smirk on her face, and she goes, you'll be first then. And she just, like, grabs you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and pulls you back into a back room, taking the mannequin with her. I am not comfortable with this! <laughs> All right. Where so, are your hands going? Over the cor- I think it's just, I think it would just be funny for like everybody else in the party to be just like in the front room, like looking at their clothes and like just looking around and just hearing Yarkers going, ah! Like the yeah. ah! just out front drinking the cucumber water. It's oh, like yeah. every kid at the dentist and what they like fear hearing from the back. So what happens over the course of the next couple of hours is you all get fitted into your cl- into your clothes for the gala. The grand gala and- gala? No. <laughs> No. And what happens is obviously Solea and Soteria, you're not going to have very much that needs to be hidden. That's why you have more form-fitting gowns. Charlie, Solea is going out of her way to not hide anything. That dress does not leave much to the imagination. Charlie, as you're getting also fitted, you're like, ah, yes, this is how this works. Your mother has a way of enchanting her clothes to fit exactly how she needs them to and sit the way she needs them to so that Okta can fasten her bow to the insides of the skirts and the skirts themselves that you guys are wearing the bigger ones for so for like you and Okta have ways that are easily detachable and you'll have pretty much practically like leggings underneath and there's a place for you to fasten your instruments and what other you might need on the inside of the skirts but your mother has it so that has it enchanted to the point where you can't tell where it will still lay even and nicely and flow the way a dress should flow unencumbered side note this being said because i don't want to forget charlie is going to offer to take the bag of holding off of solteria as she will not have a skirt that can really hide stuff this is true we'll keep that noted uh victor yours is you're obviously probably not going to be able to have your mandolin but you can have like your smaller instruments on you don't worry baby i'll keep your mandolin (laughs) or charlie can forego her big instrument and carry your mandolin instead i mean i was probably gonna put my stuff in the bag of holding holding. since i'm gonna have it and just keep my tambourine on me yeah it can be that and then victor does still have the pan pipes so for your chris the obviously 
she has a way of making your sword look decorative instead of functional. And then the cape goes oh, over geez. the entirety, goes the, over the entirety of your back and wraps over one shoulder. And she fastens your shield to your back. And when she puts the cape on, it's like an invisibility cloak almost for your shield. You can't tell that it's there. And for Trayvok, the hammer is a thing, but Shantae has some illusion magic and she can fashion it to make it look like a cane. Okay. And that is how she is going to help you smuggle all of your shit into the annual Waterdeep Neverwinter Gala. Or annual, yeah, no, annual Waterdeep Midwinter Gala. Those are the words. <laughs> words. I have them here somewhere. Aha, here they are. Here they are. Got them. Got it in one. Nailed it. I look at the well, rest of the group and go, that was the most uncomfortable experience I've ever had in my life. Please tell me we never have to do that again. Haven't but you damn. been stabbed? That was Any the time. most uncomfortable experience of my life. May we never do that again. Do but that Yarkris, brain thing to him. See if he still thinks that. Chris, mm. do look good in that suit, though. It is a nice suit, but she touched me places. <laughs> the hammer is a cane. Oh, God, it's that's great. Measuring the inseam, you get used to it. To be fair, it's just an illusion of a cane. It's not an actual cane. I know, I know, I know. I mean, you're short enough, so, like, if it's a big enough hammer, maybe? I know. Probably, like, old school Thor. Yeah, yeah. Like that's old school funny. Definitely, it's Thor. definitely a two-handed hammer. Oh. But it's... It's probably like like a two and a half. I just like the idea that it sparks. Yeah. A bit when it hits the ground. Yeah, I don't understand why that happens. But magic, Joey. Magic. This is true. So as you guys get through the afternoon of getting your clothes, the gala, Yarkris having a traumatizing experience that he needs a therapist for, <laughs> we will call it there for the night. Aww. And maybe we'll have more traumatic conversations with Charlie and her mother next time. <laughs> there is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the group is kind of like ooing and eyeing, Victor is going to cast Sending. Okay. To uh, Thalia. Oh. We need to talk. Just that? Just that. Dun, dun, dun. You get back. I'll be in touch. All right. That was that. Yay! Woo. That was not... What I expected to happen, but that's okay. <laughs> we that can do fancy next episode. It means that I'm planned for next session instead of this one. Yeah, just make you think on your feet this time around. All right. So, yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. We'll catch you next time. Hey, guys. Joey hopping in here right at the very end because going through and editing this episode, I realized that I forgot to explain what the player's clothes looked like for the gala. There's a little bit of explanation, but not thorough. So I'm just going to take a little bit of your time here to go through and give you that little bit of visual. So Okta has this floor-length, long-sleeve, royal purple gown with kind of like a sequin bodice and kind of like a illusion kind of top with stripes of purple. Charlie's dress is a sleeveless sweetheart neckline 
crimson red with these white beaded flowers that go over the bodice and then down one side of the floor length ball gown. Yarkris's outfit is this very nice white satin suit with a embroidered platinum filigree around the hems and edges of the jacket and vest with a platinum beaded collar and a platinum colored like undershirt, as well as a one-shouldered cape that goes over one side and across the whole of his back that's also embroidered the same way as the jacket of the suit. Soleil's dress is very risque. It is a floor-length form-fitting gown that has a slit on one side all the way up to probably her mid-thigh with an illusion top to kind of like keep everything in place and it kind of gives this illusion of flowing fire or magma with immense amounts of gemstones and sequins of like reds, yellows, and blacks. So Teria's dress is also form-fitting and has a bit of an illusion top to to kind of make the icy blue of the bodice kind of look like it's only going up two sides and it kind of has like a clear center down to like her navel and it has beadwork all through it like all the way down and kind of looks like it has these strings and veins of ice going all the way through it. Trayvok's suit is kind of this like slate gray, almost paisley print. It originally did have slacks, but but in the episode you heard that Trayvok would have preferred to have a kilt. So he has a kilt instead. And Victor's outfit matches Charlie's in the same color red, but he has a white vest, the red slacks, and a red and white bow tie. And to go over it, he has this long waistcoat with tails that has this gorgeous like silvery white embroidery and swirls down the chest areas of the jacket and along the wrist cuffs and hems. So I think that was everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Octa. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. Talk about Dick Fight Island. <laughs> Welcome to Dick Fight Island. No, no, I refuse. You do not, you do not do that to Gullah Gullah Island, you monster. It's Dick Fight Island. No. Oh, there's a hoodie. I want the hoodie. Oh God. Oh God! I have forever ruined Gala Gala. I want for Josh. (laughs) You're going to copy image.